It's here. Upland has announced not one, but two new cities are coming this week to Upland. This is big news. We haven't had a new city in a minute. And, uh, hey, Santa Clara just sold out, actually. We hyped it about a week ago. There's still FSA properties, but all the ones that are non-FSA are gone. Wow, really? So it's good good timing. Good timing for for some new cities, for some new... Because other than that, the only the only place to buy property right now for a non-FSA player is in Chicago. To mint new property, that is. So, it's exciting. We're going to have two new cities to uh, sell out as soon as we can. So, those cities are Kansas City, Missouri, as well as Rutherford, New Jersey. Right. And both of these are... In relation to the NFL partnership that Upland has made, so both of these cities happen to have football stadiums in those cities. Yep. Kansas City, obviously the Kansas City Chiefs. Rutherford, New Jersey is the New York Giants. Big news. So uh, McSqueeb here has actually lived quite some time in Kansas City, and he may have some uh, hot, hot takes for us, maybe some potential... Uh, collection speculation, which is always fun. Yeah. However, I think all of these are going to be announced up front, but it's fun to uh, oh, try really? to okay. try to predict what some of them might be. Yeah, sure. So um, as Loyal Doyle just mentioned, I lived in Kansas City for about 12 years and uh, very much enjoyed Kansas City. By the way, I do want to clarify, this is Kansas City, Missouri. There is a Kansas City, Kansas. Uh, but what we're talking about here is Kansas City, Missouri. Now, I'm assuming, though, that um, there may be some properties that cross the Kansas-Missouri line that actually go into Kansas City, Kansas. Um, I'm assuming that because there's some really nice neighborhoods just west of the Missouri line that uh, can t- that can be considered as Kansas City depending on who you are. If you're a purist, Missouri... Um, then no, that is not the case. But um, I can tell you there's just a lot of great little districts in Kansas City. Downtown Kansas City's got a lot of cool stuff uh, there, a lot of great history in Kansas City. As was mentioned in the announcement, Kansas City is uh, probably rivals Memphis for its barbecue. Um, just really great beef barbecue. I think Memphis is more of a pork barbecue. Um, but, yeah, Kansas City – um, it definitely has more barbecue restaurants per capita than any other United States city. That's cool. That's way That's cool. Awesome. And I'm telling you, the, the barbecue is really good there. It's a little bit different flavor and style than what you would find in Memphis. Again, Memphis is probably more up, uh, more pork-oriented, whereas Kansas City is more beef-oriented. And that's just from the history of the region there where there was a lot of cattle farms and ranches around the area of Kansas City, Missouri. So how, how are you going to get to Kansas City? Uh, you're going to travel to any one of the airports in New York or Chicago or San Francisco. And uh, and uh, then you can fly into Kansas City. So Rutherford's actually going to be a little bit different where I believe... Uh, Players can travel to Rutherford via the metro station in Manhattan. I uh, just head to the train terminal in Manhattan, select Rutherford. So, 
So uh, wait, so to get to Kansas City, you travel from Chicago by air or by train? Um, I believe there. I believe you have either option. Okay. Flying via plane is a shorter ride, but will cost a premium. Players who wish to save will be better off traveling via the train from Chicago. And to is, it, is, it, is it true that each of these cities, both Kansas City and Rutherford, will be selling uh, you know, either train or airport terminals? Yes. And to apply for those terminals, uh, registration begins... So this is one, let me actually show you in-game, for those of you who may not be familiar with this. Uh, when Upland does special releases, you actually go up here and you do the get Upix. Okay, that's the store. I, th I believe you can also get from the bottom menu and do store. Okay, and in the store is where you can actually register to be... To be uh, waiting in line and you kind of get a spot in line so it's okay. kind of random which spot you get to okay. to uh be lucky enough to be one of the first to okay. uh, get, get a high spot in there and then i'm not sure if they release the price but it's gonna be it's gonna look just like this but at the top it'll have like a register okay for kansas city terminal yep. or rutherford terminal and that starts when tomorrow so it starts so today we're recording this at uh well actually yeah we'll be dropping <laughs> this around shortly the time when registration is open so that'll be wednesday morning uh september 8th and then you have 24 hours to register and then the sale begins on thursday september 9th so you got to go check before the sale starts on Thursday uh, morning to see if you got a good spot in line. Because if you have a good spot, you have to, I mean, just because you registered doesn't mean you're going to get it. You, sure. you have to, It's you register, and if you get a good spot, yeah. then you can uh, race to buy it with the few people that are kind of in line at that time. What is the batch one and batch, sale, uh, batch two sales? Where I imagine they? one of them's Kansas City and one of them's Rutherford. Probably so, okay, for so the drops. As early as Thursday, then some of the properties start minting or being released as early as Thursday in these cities? Yeah, so I think we'll be able to see the cities and the collections on Thursday. Wow. Okay. I'm pretty sure. And then at that point, you can start making your plan. Uh, I know that McSqueeb is going to be going to Kansas City. I, on the other hand... We'll probably be going to Rutherford just to uh, switch it up. Yeah, I mean, New Jersey's way cool. Got a lot of history there as well. I want to go to Kansas City just for personal reasons. I actually want to buy the house that I used to live in. If, you know, depending on whether or not Upland actually mints um, that particular neighborhood where I used to live, um, I would love to buy that property. It will be so meaningful to me. But... If I don't, there's so many great places in Kansas City. And if I may, let me speculate just in my uh, my you know my limited knowledge of Kansas City as to where I think there will be some properties. And again, you're mentioning you're saying that they will announce up front what the the collections will be, correct? Yes, both cities are 
release in standard mode, which is opposite of vanilla mode when, right. when we don't know. So, yeah, I believe they're both in standard mode. So we'll know all the collections That's up cool. front. So my guess would be this. Uh, my guess would be that there's going to be a River Market collection. The River Market um, in Kansas City is a 150-year-old uh, a riverfront uh, neighborhood that currently, right now, has turned into a mecca for lovers of fresh eats, local produce, and history. River Market is located between the Missouri River and downtown Kansas City. I remember going there to the River Market to, uh, to grab some great, amazing produce because that's where, basically, it's like a farmer's market, um, but just very, very popular and very robust uh, uh, you know, market. Um, that's one spot. Again, that's right between the Missouri River and downtown Kansas City. It's just a small little uh, little sliver of downtown. Another another spot in Kansas City, if I may, is the Crossroads Arts District. Now, there's several arts districts in uh, in downtown uh, Kansas City. Crossroads is definitely one of them. It is, um, so Crossroads is filled with lots of, you know, little art shops, boutique shops, galleries, studios, creative businesses, restaurants. It is kind of one of the more hipper places to be. And uh, let's see, it says, if you have a passion for the arts, then the Crossroads Arts District is for you. Um, the Crossroads Arts District is a nationally recognized gem that is home to hundreds of creative and art-focused entities um, intersecting all disciplines. Um, let's see, definitely a lot of live music, um, some live theater. Oh, I do remember Bazookas is a big uh, nightclub there, huge amongst the, the more uh, 20 to 21 to 35 group, age group, go there and party. Bazookas is huge. Um, the course of the Kansas City Ballet is there. Um, the symphony is there. Just a big deal. Like, foodies would love that place. Okay, the next place, though. There's these next two places I want to share. Westport. Okay, Westport sounds like um, kind of a, uh industrial type of, of spot. But Westport actually is the hotbed of nightlife and culture in Kansas City. If you want to go and hang out with the hippest people in Kansas City, you're going to go to Westport. Um, it's one of the oldest neighborhoods in Kansas City. It has beautiful tree-lined streets, but also just super cool, eclectic shops. Uh, it's very LGBTQ-friendly there in Westport. Um, and, uh, again, it's the fusion of hot night spots, fashionable boutiques, and local eateries. Lots of bars there. Um, annual events in Westport include the Westport Santa Dash, Holiday Open Houses, Art Westport, Summer Beer Festival, and St. Patrick's Day. I've been there for St. Patrick's Day. It is freaking huge. Dude, that sounds awesome. Oh, my gosh. For like three days straight in St. Patrick's Day in Westport, uh, probably about eight city blocks are dedicated wow. to St. Patrick's Day. And, um, I mean, I have seen so many bands that come in there like – like. Um, Man, who was really big back in the day in kind of that that uh, Irish ska kind of um, thing, like Murphy's Murphy's Law, maybe. Anyways, a lot of a lot of cool bands. Dude, that, that's cool. Yeah, it's way cool. A lot of beer, if that's your thing. Um, Crown. Okay, the next one, 
The Crown Center District, also very cool, more family-friendly. Um, so one thing that's very cool about Kansas City is that it is the home of the ed- headquarters for um, uh, Crayola. Really? Yeah, Crayola. And um, what's the, the what's the cards, the, the greeting cards? Company? Hallmark. Hallmark. Wow. Hallmark and Crayola both have their headquarters right there in da- downtown uh, Kansas City. And hey, that's the, two cool uh, buildings to go after. I'm telling you, if you grab Crayola or Hallmark, those are two of the biggest spots in Dude, Kansas get City. that Hallmark building and then be approaching Hallmark headquarters and yeah. be like, hey, you want to be doing some NFT Oh yeah, cards. Yeah, yeah. You know, you want to do some, dude. Imagine some Crayola crayon. Yeah. Now, uh, okay. So there's two things that happen in NFTs with those two companies, Crayola and Hallmark, in the district called the Crown Center District. It's right downtown. It's right in the heart of downtown. I used to take my children there when they were little. Um, but this is great for kids and families. The area is home to um, several museums, one of those being the Federal Reserve Bank of Kansas City, which I am sure is going to be a huge uh, property within this release. It may even be... That could be a landmark. It may even be a landmark, yeah. The Federal Reserve, in fact, there's actually some mobster history with the Federal Reserve Bank in Kansas City right there. Dude, that's cool. It's actually way cool. I don't remember the specifics, but I just remember um, it being a big deal. Now, again, though, in that Crown Center district, there is what's called the Hallmark Visitor Center, um, an area called Kaleidoscope that is uh, a combination of Hallmark, Crayola, and Legoland. And so uh, as a kid, you can take your kids there, and your kids can go in there and make greeting cards. They can go and uh, play these all these different little games and rides and little slides and things like that with Crayola stuff. Lots of little craft little, uh, activities. Um, and, of course, Legoland. There's a little Lego, Legoland Discovery Center. It's all very scientific, but it's also very fun. Um, again, very family-friendly, but Crown Center District is certainly a cool spot. A um, couple other spots I'll just share with you really quick. One is the West 39th Street. Uh, again, I, I mentioned earlier that Kansas City is filled with you. I mean, people just don't think of Kansas City being this place where there's so much eclectic culture and art. And I'm telling you, Kansas City has it in spades. And the That's West cool. West 39th Street. Okay, we t- you know a lot of times in Upland we talk about certain streets. Okay, I predict Broadway Street being a big one. I predict uh, the Paseo, which is kind of like a river slash with a, with a street alongside of it. Um, uh, West 39th Street is definitely going to be a big one. Um, and uh, shoot, the other one's just escaping my mind. Um, but uh, Broadway, let's see, 12th Street maybe. Um, a lot of good streets. But anyways. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So the last thing I just want to say though. Okay. So. Um, West 39th Street, it's a funky collage of culture and cuisine located between Westport, remember we talked about Westport, and Kansas City University Medical Center, KU Med, biggest hospital in downtown Kansas City, super cool area. It is a neighborhood to, um, which is home to many of the city's specialty in international eateries, the Friends Sushi and uh, Bento Place or Bob Wasabi. Um, just a lot of cool stuff, a lot of great shops. Um, and of course there's West Bottoms and East Bottoms, which again, very hip. 
a lot of dance places, a lot of cool bars, um, East Bottoms, always great. Um, now, one other thing I'll tell you about Kansas City, okay? This is kind of a weird known fact about, maybe, an un, maybe a not so well-known fact about Kansas City. You know, every city has its uh, more well-known histories, and then it has its kind of lesser-known histories. Um, but for anybody in the United States or elsewhere who happens to know of somebody who is a member of the church that's called the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, which is very big here in Utah where, where Loyal Doyle and I live, um, or otherwise known as the Mormon Church, there's a lot of significant history within the Mormon Church and, or the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in Kansas City, Missouri. One is, is that this is an area where uh, in Independence, Missouri, which is a town, just uh, kind of a town within Kansas City or next to Kansas City, this is an area where uh, the Mormon Church actually had its headquarters in the early 1800s. Um, they uh, established a very large community there. And in fact, they became so large that uh, the governor of Missouri, uh, Governor Boggs was his name, um, became uh, very concerned about the political control that the Mormons might uh, ultimately have in Missouri. And there was some agitation between the Mormons and non-Mormons. Um, there was some, some theft between both parties. There was some violence between both parties, which escalated the tensions to the fact that, uh, to the point where Governor Bob's Boggs actually ex uh, issued an extermination order to um, allow the, the, the legalization of murdering Mormons <laughs> in, uh, in the state of Missouri. Um, in Jeez, addition, that's crazy, man. Yeah, in addition to that, um, okay, that was Independence, Missouri, but right, up, right north of the river, the Missouri River, is Clay County, Missouri. And in Clay County, Missouri, that's where the church's founder, Joseph Smith, um, lived for some time. And, uh, and in fact, established two very uh, significant um, areas of uh, what would be determined as sacred um, grounds, I guess, for the, the LDS Church. One is called Adam on Diamon, which, according to Joseph Smith, was the very location where Adam and Eve actually initially lived as part of the Garden of Eden before the big flood uh, relocated everybody. Um, and then there's another area called Far West, which is just south of Adam on Diamond, uh, where the first uh, LDS temple was, or this, maybe the second temple was created. Either way, a lot of history there, a um, lot of interesting stories that came about from there. In fact, I lived in Clay County when I lived there, and there's a little river that ran through our neighborhood called the Fishing River. And the Fishing River is just a small river, maybe 30 feet wide at its uh, greatest width. And there's a story where um, a lot of the militia, the state militia, came after uh, Joseph Smith and his his bros, his, his boys, his guys, um, chased him. Joseph Smith and his group crossed the fishing river right about when a thunderstorm and hailstorm came and the thunderstorm was so severe it actually killed some of the mob that were coming after Joseph Smith 
and therefore thwarted. That's a serious hailstorm, man. Yeah, dude. like a softball-sized hail was is, was kind of the theme of that story, and it actually killed probably about twenty men in that militia, Jeez. which is unbelievable. All right, so that's that story. Now, the last thing I'll tell you is that again, north of Kansas City, by just a few miles. Okay, so there's, oh, by the way, there's the Liberty Jail that's in um, Kansas City as well, which has uh, also a lot of history within the Mormon Church. But north of Liberty, by seven miles, is a town called Kearney. Now, it looks like it's spelled Kearney. It's spelled K-E-A-R-N-E-Y. Kearney, Missouri, is actually the birth home or the birth town of Jesse James, who is widely known as one of the, um, I guess, the wild, wild west uh, biggest criminals, most wanted men in the United States in the 1800s. We talked about the mobsters in Chicago in our last live episode. Uh, Jesse James was one of the uh, few who were nationally known as uh, wanted by the FBI, or at least by the American government at that point, um, for bank robbery and murder and other uh, criminal activities. He was born in Kearney, Missouri, and uh, lived a lot of his life there. Um, and what's interesting is that if in Kearney, Missouri, every year there's the Jesse James Festival, which happens around the, the, around the time of his birth, celebrates the birth of Jesse James. <laughs> and, I mean, it's a cool little thing of culture and everything, but at the same time, you know, you have to kind of stop and go, we're celebrating a guy who committed multiple murders um, and, and you know, cra- and cra- crazy yeah. thefts, you know. So, anyhow, that's just my little take on Kansas City. Uh, the, the, other thing that's that's, cool. the other thing that's super important, of course, is that uh, Harry Truman is from Kansas City. Um, uh, Truman Avenue is another road that might be a big deal um, in Kansas City. Um, and of course the, uh, the stadium for the Kansas city chiefs, as well as the Kansas city Royals are all in the same parking lot right there, uh, just South of the river, Kansas city. I freaking love it. Um, and as Oklahoma in the play in the play, Oklahoma would say everything is up to date in Kansas city and, uh, love the town, man. Love it a lot. (laughs) That's cool, man. Wow. Impressed by how much you know about Kansas City. I love the town. It was a great town. That's cool, man. Dude, I love love when you move somewhere and you get to learn about the history of that place. For me, that was actually like Minnesota. I hope Minnesota comes in the future. Yeah. Um, You got the Twin Cities. Minneapolis, yeah. Yeah, Minneapolis. Mill City Museum. That's like there's some really cool history there, like the Industrial Revolution and stuff. Anyway. Wish we knew as much to share about uh, Rutherford as well. <laughs> uh, Sorry about that, but uh, folks of Rutherford. No, that's cool though. Um, uh, some f- some facts you guys should know. Uh, tidbits about what what's going to be happening on Friday with the release of Kansas City as well as Rutherford. So Kansas City is what they're calling a mid-tier city, which means that roughly fifty percent of the properties will be FSA properties. So that leaves. Fifty percent for those of you who are not who are no longer FSA players to be able to pick up those properties. Uh, Rutherford is a little bit different. Uh, I'm assuming there's a lot less properties in Rutherford than are going to be released in Kansas City. Maybe a lot. Maybe a lot more. We'll have to we'll have to find that out. And keep you guys updated on that. But Rutherford has thirty percent of the properties that will be under the Fair Start Act. So. Okay. 
quite a bit less, and I'm assuming they're both. And it actually says Rutherford will be among the first small cities that find their way into the metaverse due to low volume of available property. What does it even mean? I'm not sure what that means. It means there's like. less. Remember we were talking with Santa Clara. It's one of the lowest volume, uh, lowest supply of properties, of parcels that you can actually buy. Rutherford may be the new smallest uh even smaller than Santa Clara, maybe. So it's going to be small. There's probably not going to be a lot of collections. There's probably more, definitely a lot more collection opportunity in Kansas City. So that's up to you guys to decide which one you want to go for uh, in your strategy. Like we said, I'll be going Rutherford. McSqueeve will be going uh, Kansas, Kansas City. City. So uh, we'll see. Uh, um, also, they're releasing them at a little bit, a little bit different schedules so the initial stress test because they always do a stress test at the beginning will be in kansas city in the gladstone neighborhood and i'm assuming the gladstone neighborhood will not be a collection they usually do not do a collection on the initial test yeah nothing not, gladstone is probably your lower middle class neighborhood it's just north of the river and uh you know there's nothing really great about gladstone i, I have great fond memories i have a lot of friends in gladstone but it's yeah. just your typical standard lower middle class neighborhood. Yeah, so it's probably not a collection uh, in, from what they've normally done in the past. But what's crazy is after that stress test, they're going to drop the entire city of Rutherford. So, okay, so... So all of the collections and everything all at once in Rutherford will be dropped in stage two on Friday morning. So correct me if I'm wrong, but this is the first time in my understanding that... Upland has released two cities and you have to in pick. two separate places because you have to be there, right? Yep. So you can't you can't be in both places. Nope. This is the first time they've ever done that, right? Yep, very first time. That's actually kind of cool. I like that. Yeah, it's going to make it interesting and it's going to people are going to be bringing in new strategies and uh it's funny you're going to see a lot of players who have a lot of Rutherford and a lot of players who have a lot of Kansas City. There'll probably be a lot of trading that goes on and that which I think is good for the community. Yeah. Hey, it's like, and I'll bet you and I can do some trading. You pick up some extra properties in a collection. Point. I pick up and we do some trading there. The next two neighborhoods that we'll release in Kansas City are Blue Hills and Meadowbrook Heights. I'm assuming these are both going to be probably your purple, maybe blue collections. Um, Nothing like lo lower tier collections. But, dude, a lot of those purple collections, you can make really good money flipping those properties. And then, and then stage four will be all of the all of the properties, and those probably happen in I don't know, ten minute segments or something. If the if they're testing okay. and thi things are going well, I so. used to live in Meadowbrook Heights. It's an average little town, little little area. Nothing great. Blue Hills, kind of skanky, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, I don't know anything about Rutherford, but I'm telling you, I'm super excited for this one. And frankly, I'm tapped out on Upix. Uh, most of my value in the game right now is tied up in properties. I'm going to have to sell uh, a dramatic amount of properties here in the next like 36 hours. I'm going to have to make you some 72 hours. on some of your properties. Or something. I, I'm, so just so you guys know, everyone out there, if you're listening to this, I'm going to be dropping the price on a lot of my properties so that I can collect a lot of Upix so that I can clean house in Kansas, Kansas City. City. Nice. And then uh, be sure to uh, go to the Discord and follow the Upland Updates channel. That's where 
in the morning of the drop, Friday morning, you got to be watching Upland updates like like a hawk. Make sure because if there's any issues they and they have to switch up plans, just be watching there uh, in case this, this is your first time joining a new city drop. Uh, be sure to be watching that Discord channel yeah. for sure. Anything else you want to add, or uh, is that does that sum it up for today? No, that sums it up. Um, other than you know, we mentioned in um, in the previous broadcast about the NFL partnership and how Kansas City, of course, is an NFL city. We mentioned that earlier, but of course, so is Rutherford, the New York Giants. Um, this, to me, may look like a pattern that you're going to see. Uh, in the coming months with an upland in that a lot of the cities that house a uh, or an NFL team will maybe the the more uh, I guess the more the, the, the cities to be released coming up soon. So we already had Chicago, right? We already had Santa Clara, which has the San Francisco uh, 49ers, um, Kansas City now Chiefs. Uh, New York Giants, um, we've got uh, Chicago Bears, we've got the Cleveland Browns, so a and lot then, of... The, and then coming next, New Orleans, Louisiana, oh, and Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, man, see, there you go. So these are all NFL Tennessee cities. Titans. Yep. Saints. Saints. I don't um, know who's in Louisiana. Well, I mean, New Orleans is in Louisiana. Oh, those are the two oh, cities. Okay. So those are two cities. Uh, so just start picking your favorite NFL teams and be watching out for when those t- those cities are going to be released soon. I'm assuming. I'm assuming that's going to be the trend here for some time. That those are going to be. I mean, look, we are at the beginning of the NFL season. Like the NFL season is only three months long, right from now. Like we only have like well four months long. So what if? I mean, I'm just. I'm just. You know, guessing here, but what if Upland is ready to release all of the NFL cities between now and the end of NFL season for 2021? Yeah, I think there's like 32 teams, right? So 32 different cities that have. Yeah, we're not making any announcement. We have no idea. We have no idea. We're just guessing here. But wouldn't that be amazing if they were uh, planning to release all of those cities in the next four months? I think I I think if the if I think it's possible if the game grows fast enough from this initial hype of NFL, but I do think Dirk and Edon are very concerned about the economy and not yeah because you don't want to flood the supply because you got Philadelphia that's huge you yeah. got Miami that's massive you've got L A that's another big one you got huge Vegas you know like. All these towns are probably oh, Vegas tier is going to be sweet now that the Raiders are there. Dude, Seattle. Seattle's going to be freaking massive. Like, all these towns are like tier one cities. Some of these are at least tier one cities. Um, I don't know, man. I maybe, I maybe I spoke too soon. Maybe that's not something that's in the cards for this season. Maybe that's coming next season. I, th- I think it's possible. I think it's possible if we get an influx of a ton of players and everything's selling out, I think wow. they'll keep dropping cities. Atlanta. However, if it's taking a little bit longer, I think I think we could see a rollout Saint over Louis. a year period. I think it could take a year to Wait, have all of them. <laughs> Yeah, there's a, just a lot. There's just a ton. I mean, that would be huge. That would be a very big deal. And, you know, hopefully, though, um, yeah, like like 
Tyler mentioned, we don't want. Uh, I don't think the creators of Upland want to flood the uh, the game with more supply than there is demand. But yeah. by inviting, by having this partnership with the NFL, we do expect an influx, a huge influx of demand. Massive. So, um, you know, who knows what's going to happen? Either the floors of all these cities are just going to skyrocket um, or we're going to add more supply to keep it level. You know, who knows what's going to happen? But should be very interesting to watch, at least over the next four months. Oh, yeah. So, man, get what a huge day and week of announcements. NFL, two new cities, and then shortly coming soon, two more cities, which will be New Orleans, Louisiana, and Nashville, Tennessee. Like, there's so much coming to Upland. It's, it's, yeah, a, it's a fun time to be involved absolutely. in the game. And I just want to say this before we close. Anytime you're involved in a project, and you see the creators of that project continually release new or roll out new announcements that are that are each announcement has real impact. You know the leadership of that organization has vision. You know that the leadership of that organization uh, wants to take that vision much farther than just the next few months. These are the kind of things. These are the kind of indicators. These types of releases, these types of announcements that say that there's vision within the uh, within the creators and uh, the headquarters of Upland, such that in a year or two, who knows what Upland is going to look like? Yeah. It's going to be huge. And that well, they're already giving us a picture of that in the NFL announcement. In our other episode, what we talked about was someone owning a fleet of vans and to deliver and like. They're thinking so f- – there's, like, just that example they gave us goes to show they are they are thinking about things we have not even – most of us players are not even imagining at this point. I, like, all of us, all players could either own a business or work for a business within Upland in the future. This is – Owning a property is nothing compared to oh compared gosh. to where where we're going. Yeah, I actually start. Th- I'm actually starting to get to the point where I'm starting to think like I'm already behind the game because I don't have a solid business model for what I could do within this game. Um, but we all know that you know, 15, 20 years ago, when when uh, fantasy football started becoming a real thing, that people started making business models around fantasy football and were starting to make mo- uh, money off that. I mean, there's the sky is the limit. This is virgin territory for anyone out there who's got a creative mind and an entrepreneurial spirit to come into the metaverse here in Upland. I mean, Dirk, Edan, they have opened the door wide for anyone to come in and pitch ideas to make things yeah. happen, to create an economy within this within this metaverse. If... If any one of us out there has a sharp mind and a entrepreneurial spirit, there's there's no reason why we can't come in and do something great inside this metaverse. I'm just telling you, man, like that there's vision in the headquarters, and I'm not just trying to be a fanboy. I'm just saying that like I've seen a lot of projects and I'm seeing some cool stuff here, and I don't suspect that it's gonna be slowed slowing down anytime soon. Absolutely. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe, share, uh, share this video with your friends. We really, really appreciate the support. Uh, we're growing much faster than expected and, uh, we're just really, we're just really, uh, thankful you guys watch and support us. 
leave us a comment. Let us know how we can improve, what we could do better for you guys. And uh, we hope to see you in the next one. Peace. Take care.